0: This is the EVP Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is the EVP Podcast. I am your co host, DVO. And I am the other co host, Beaker. Yes, that's right. Dale, a.k.a. Ghosty McGhostface. Ghosty (laughs) McGhostface. He's doing Ghosty McGhostface stuff. He's out in in, uh, Austin with his daughter, and they're doing some ghost hunting out, out there this weekend. So you got just the two of us today. I wasn't here last week, so uh, thanks to Lurch for for filling in. That's
1: um, always fun recording with Lurch. Yes. So yeah. I I used to do another paranormal podcast, uh-huh. right? And uh, out of all the episodes I did in 2020, I had two that were my my favorites. And on the the other podcast is the first one was when I did the episode with you and with Ghosty. Uh huh. That was that was the first one that I really enjoyed. And I think that was kind of what gave, made up my mind of leaving that podcast and starting this one. It took us a lot longer than I wanted to to start this one. Right. But I think, but I think when we started, the timing was just right. It was totally worth it. My other <laughs> favorite episode is the one that I did with Lurch, where him and I talked about Insidious.
0: Because um, oh, yeah, it was, I it was that pretty
1: much just Lurch and myself. Like the other guy, the other two people that were on the show, one of them was actually in the room with us. We didn't really let him talk. <laughs> um, and then the other person was sick, and she couldn't be on the show. Okay. So okay. it was pretty much Lurch and I talking, and kind of like last episode, if you listened to it, we didn't really let Ghosty talk that much. And he's just kind of listening. <laughs> but I think he enjoyed it. I mean, it seemed like he was having fun, l- hearing all... I, th- I think a lot of those stories he never heard before. Or
0: right, right. I, th- I think that's what he's doing. He's absorbing those stories, because like, you said, like never he said, I'd never heard these before.
1: Uh, Lurch and I have so many shows. There are so many, so many different uh, stories from different investigations. Right. We've, I mean, like I like mentioned on the last episode, uh, Lurch and I have known each other. I think we met like 2014.
0: Okay, all right. So like like seven years. Yeah, it's
1: been. I think this June will be like seven years. Wow, all right. Um, So it's it's been quite a while, and he's a great guy. I loved having him on the show, and I I hope to get him on the show more often. You Mm guys should
0: check check out his work. I know he he put his uh, Instagram handles. Uh, at the end of the episode, but he's got some really good artistic work that he's done. Like you guys should really check it out. He's got he's got some good stuff on there.
1: So yeah, thanks thanks for listening to the Lurch episode. Um, on this particular episode, if the audio quality sounds a little bit different than normal, for yeah. those of the for those of you watching on YouTube, um, I'm actually getting the YouTube videos posted.
0: Yes, I did notice that. Thank you.
1: They're all up now except for episodes two and th- uh, yeah two and three. Um, the reason for that is is we, uh, we originally recorded on your iPod, I think right. And an
0: um, issue with it. <laughs> it
1: we, uh, I have a, a different camera that I can actually hook up to our mixer and all that, which it took me too many episodes to figure out how to fix that up and, and whatnot. But the, for those of you like I said, watching on YouTube right now, you can see that we're not in the normal studio. Yes, because actually we record in Dale's
0: house. He has actually a studio that we've built in there. Um, but since he's out of town, we're not recording in there. We're
1: actually recording in the back of a uh,
0: a mobile office. Yeah, which you guys talked about in the last episode. Um, you mentioned it. But yes, I actually have a mobile office uh, that I work out of. And so we're actually recording in the back seat of it, which is pretty awesome. So I'm going
1: to zoom out just a little bit on the... Uh, the youtube video so now you can see kind of the whole inside of the office it's yeah. I mean it's le- legit got a table in here and this whole cool setup and a, a pen we have a pen holder <laughs> with pens um, yes <laughs> so yeah that's that's where we're recording that's why the audio might be a little bit different this week but it's still gonna be good it's gonna be awesome uh
0: so you ready to talk about this uh this week's episode Yes. So this week's episode i want to talk about is uh, prophetic dreams. Um, this uh, was from another podcast that I listened to. It was with I'm going to look at my notes here with Pastor Dana Coverstone. I believe he's in Kentucky. Uh, so he's a pastor. Not a not, he doesn't have like a huge church. Like he's pretty you know decent size. I think he said about 80, 80 members of his church. But he's had some prophetic dreams and uh i just thought well that's kind of supernatural a little bit and some of these kind of struck me and so that's why i want to talk about it on this episode uh because it seems like some of them in a in a sense may or may not have come true and we can have like discussions about uh what his dreams were and what he maybe uh, you know, what he interpreted them to be and what we can interpret them to be. So, did you listen to much of his interview? You, you watched a couple of his YouTube I, videos, I watched his I watched
1: one of his YouTube videos uh, where he talked about some of his dreams. And we'll, we'll get into why I didn't like the video um, okay, sure. a little bit later. But let's... let Do you want to talk about, like, some of the stuff yeah. that he said he dreamed about? Or... So, originally... So, he said, you know,
0: in the history, about 1996, when he was doing, um, I think, Youth... Counseling for for his church. One of his pastors told him that one day uh, he would grow up and he would prophetize. That's the word, prop prophesize. Prophesize. There we go. <laughs> prophesize to over a hundred thousand people. Uh, and then some of his dreams have kind of gone viral. His videos of talking about his dreams have gone viral. And I, he said that his son told him that one of his Facebook uh, videos reached a hundred thousand viewers. So. Uh, anyway, just kind of starting off with that. But um, he had some dreams, and I'm going to talk about four of them. Okay. So he had this one in December of 2019.
1: And I think this is the one that I saw in the YouTube video.
0: Okay. So this was December 2019. He had a dream of a calendar. Is, that, is this the one? Yeah. Okay. So it, it was a calendar, and it was a hand flipping pages. And uh, it, it, so it started off with January, flipped to February, it flipped to March. When it got to March, uh, a finger, just this is just a dream, a finger tapped March three times.
1: And we talked about the three-time thing. Right, in yeah. Our, it, in it, our, yeah. one of our previous episodes. Kind of interesting. So, <laughs> not yeah. that it's anything like negative or evil or anything, but threes, yeah. threes do have some sort of significance in the paranormal.
0: Uh, And then it flipped to April, May, June, got to June. It tapped June three times again. And then he had some visions with that one. In the visions, people were wearing masks. Uh, Hospitals were full. There were headlines of a pandemic. Uh, There were protesters out in the street. So that was his dream in December of March and June. Um, So is this the one that you saw? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and okay. well, I think he
1: had, I think it went a little bit farther than that, too, because I think it flipped through and, and uh, stopped again in, I believe, like, September right. or October. But those dreams
0: happened in June. Oh, okay. So, yeah. that, that was a separate dream. That was a separate okay, dream. Okay, So, have... he had three dreams um, that was in this interview that I listened to. So, it, his first dream was December 2019. The other two were both in June of 2020.
1: And we'll, uh, we can put up a link... Um, and on Facebook and the social media yeah. and whatnot, to this YouTube video that we're talking about. Uh, it, it seemed very interesting. I mean, the fact that, like, if if he... I don't know when he first came out and told this or he went public... It was that him.
0: week he had the dream. So uh, it was in December... So that's when he, okay. That's when he, he talked about, so what he did is he he, he does like a, a group prayer, I believe, with a couple other friends or pastors, and he shared his dream. He shared his, he shared the dream I just mentioned in December of 2019. Okay. So he dreamt it and shared it December twenty. 2019. Yeah, I know he
1: talked about, he talked to some of his close friends and they yeah. said they would vouch for him and whatnot. The, where I ran into the issue is the video that talked about these dreams was posted in October of 2020. Uh-huh. So a full like almost a year after he had the dream. Uh-huh. And my thing is, is like had he gone viral with this, like, right when he had the dream. Yeah. Like I I mean I could probably tell you I had a dream, right? Yeah. And then I'd be like, back me up on this, right? Back <laughs> me up. Wink <laughs> yeah. wink. Um not saying he did that. He's a pastor and 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 pastors are usually honest, pretty honest. Yeah. Um so I, I really don't I don't know the guy, so I don't have any reason to doubt him. But where I had issue was is Yeah. He's going viral with this dream and he posted it almost a year after it happened.
0: Right. So that, that's I think it's probably like another interview that you maybe you watched.
1: Probably, maybe. So I mean that's that's what I saw and that's kind of where I was at with the whole yeah. thing. So my first impression was, Well, if he had these dreams in right, December yeah. like yeah, I can after you know a year after the pandemic and all this stuff happens, I could be I could go on YouTube and be like yeah, I totally had a dream about this. Yeah, right, right. But no, he did put them on his Facebook page in
0: December of 2019. Okay. Yeah, with, with the friends.
1: So, for those of you, if you haven't realized by now, I didn't research. Um, <laughs> y'all did all the research for me, so. So, let's talk about
0: that first dream. Uh, so, again, March... The fingers tap on it three times on the calendar.
1: You know, it's funny, and that's... I remember March very specifically last year, because that's when I came back to work. I was on FMLA for three months, because I had a torn tendon in my foot. Okay. And I got back, uh, like, March uh, 9th, I think, or 10th, or the 15th, or whatever that... that, I think it was, like, second or third week in March. Uh Uh-huh. And I was only back to work for, like, two weeks before it just went crazy with the pandemic. Yes. And...
0: Shutdowns were happening...
1: Everything was shut down, yeah. we had, were forced to wear masks everywhere, we've had wear, I'm, Like, I'm still wearing masks at work. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to go into why I think masks are stupid, but <laughs> I do it anyways because it's just easier. Um, right, right. But, but yeah, I, I remember very specifically, like, I mean, with his dream, like, it did, it, it stopped. Yeah. According to him in his dream, it stopped right. the calendar on March, and that's when... That's exactly when we like, it got really bad. Like, I know it's COVID-19 uh, because they found it. They were aware of it in uh-huh. the end of 2019. Um, they were aware of it in January, February, and all that. But March is when it really hit home exactly. and really affected not just America, but the entire world.
0: But, I mean, we live in Utah, and that's when it really hit Utah, too, because it was the Utah Jazz Players. That contracted it and then spread it to the throughout the NBA, shut down the NBA. That was that. That was That's, also in yes, March. I remember that. Um, so yeah, it was almost like March is when really the pandemic, it was actually considered a pandemic worldwide. Yeah, I think was 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 March. So yeah, that was kind of my notes was that. And then again, so this dream was happened in December 2019, and then on June also it tapped three times. He saw uh, people wearing masks. Hospitals were full protesters were out in the streets um headlines of pandemic newspaper headlines of pandemic
1: yep there was a pandemic i remember june yeah. i remember june very well as well uh-huh. um it was i believe june 24th to be honest with you if i remember the exact day uh i was doing an investigation at of asylum 49 that okay night. and that was also the night that there was the the protest here in salt lake yes so,
0: let's talk about that. That's because that's my notes. George Floyd died May 25th. So, basically, the end of May was when George Floyd died. And now, I think, that was like the spark of a lot of the protests, right? It Would was. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was definitely. It was mm-hmm.
1: definitely a spark of a lot of the protest. Uh, so, that was May I'd
0: 25th. So, you can imagine a week later, we're already in June. And that's probably when the organizations of the protests. I think they were starting
1: yeah. and all that. Because I remember, if I remember correctly... I believe it was June 24th when the big protest in Uh, Salt Lake happened. Yeah. Um, It was towards the end of the month, the end of June, but I know there was other protests going on across the country. Across the country before that, before it even hit Utah. But we had the one big one here in Utah and that one was just crazy. Like, watching it unfold live Uh on the news, it was just like, in my lifetime, like, I'm almost 39. Okay. Right? And I know you're a little bit older, but can you honestly think of any time in our adult life no. where there's been mass protest across the country like this, no. like I've seen, I've seen protests across the country, like in different states, just for different things. Yeah. But never anything like this organized and this this big for the right. same cause across the entire country. Exactly. The last thing I can remember is as when they were protesting the Vietnam War in the 70s. <laughs> well, I, I remember it was one of the... Well, they might have been Rodney
0: King. I think the, when the original name, Black Lives Matter group was, was started because of, there was a death um, of, a, of a young black male. And I think that triggered something. I don't think it was as big, though. Like, it happened and there was protests, but I don't think... It was definitely not as big. It was, it was more like people walking in the streets. It wasn't people rioting around the Capitol, spray-painting, vandalizing... Uh, like it did Like there was like Crazy vandalizations With this well, There one. were several cars yeah. In
1: Utah it was cop cars That were <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Burned Flipped over Flipped burned, over and Set on fire Teed on um, Los Angeles Was They were Completely torn apart uh, I think it was Portland Or was it Seattle oh, it was, yes, one of them Seattle Like they created Their own little Their own little Autonomous zone
0: Yeah They
1: basically Kicked all the cops out And said We're policing ourselves now Yeah exactly So they got raided And gave
0: up quick yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so that was that was that was uh, part of his dream in December 2019. so again, yeah he I, I think he's done a few interviews because it kind of they went viral his dreams because oh, yeah, so he did and we, we was he, he didn't um, like I've been doing a little bit of research on him. he was doing everything on his Facebook page, so he's doing Facebook uh, he's putting videos on his Facebook page gotcha. before and then there was a lot of like fake. YouTube channels created, so he created zones like, "No, this is this is me. This is my channel. Don't believe everything else. This is my channel. Here's where I'm gonna start putting more of my videos." Um, I don't know when he did that, but but originally these dreams he put on interviews in December 2019. Okay. So I think yeah, I think
1: you could go there and find find these. If I'd done my research, I would have. No, you're good. It. No, that's no, good. But uh, uh, sometimes I like to come in blind. <laughs> go with it.
0: Alright, so that was again, that was December 2019, he had dreams about March and June, a uh, finger touching the calendar three times and big things happened then. Uh, so, June 2020, he had two more dreams, so I'll do the first one. Uh, the calendar flipped again to September 3rd, or I'm sorry, September, and then tapped three times. No, he didn't really have any other visions besides that, and I don't really remember anything happening in September that I could think of. Um, so That's you know, when I got robbed. For you, yes. Yeah, that's I was. He's so spot sure. on then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: someone, someone broke into my car. Basically, um, and by broke into, I mean I must have forgot to lock the door because there was no damage know. to the car. But that's when they stole most of my paranormal gear.
0: Those bastards.
1: Um, but I, other than that, I don't really remember any big events happening in September. Other yeah. than I think um, COVID might have been starting to resurge at that point. Oh, it was like, mutating, you know, spiking again?
0: I think so. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, who knows? It's hard to tell. So, so far, Pastor Dana, two for three. <laughs> um, and then again, it flips to November, but instead of a finger tapping three times, a fist slams yeah. down on the calendar. Um, and there was even longer lines at the hospitals. He said Washington, D.C. looked really dirty, like, polluted, like, like smog um and the white house was empty so that was that was his first june dream so what do you think about that one so again uh november a fist slams longer lines in the hospital dc is just looks polluted
1: and the white house is empty the oval office is empty well um the lines of the hospital, I think, might have happened again. Yeah,
0: I think Cause cause I, it got I, really busy. So it
1: did like, start, like, when that second wave hit, and it might have been flu season, I think. Oh, uh uh-huh. Because November is going to be flu season. Yeah. November, December.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's so right. So I think flu
1: season hit, and the virus just started kind of ramping up again uh, in November. So i give them that one.
0: Yeah, and also, but the White, White House, House stuff, empty.
1: Elections. November was the elections. November was the elections, um... And it was a weird, strange election. Like, the debates were it just was. weird. And
0: I've never had so many... I never knew that so many people were so political until this last election and the one before. I was like, oh, I didn't know all my friends were so political.
1: <laughs> Same here. Like, I had a yeah. lot of... You know, it's funny is, like, watching my, my Facebook uh, memories popping up. Yeah. I I was so against, like... I didn't want Hillary to win. Uh-huh. But I had so many posts I posted were like... Donald Trump's stupid. Like, why do you guys want Donald Trump? And then, you know, four years later, I'm like, why would you not want Donald Trump? Uh-huh. Because I remember when he first got elected, I was just like, I was like, I want to, I kind of was like, I want to see where this goes. Right. And then like three months in, I'm like, can we stop the circus show now? Like, uh-huh. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, it's been like a little, bit, yeah, a little back and forth.
1: Yeah. He's I, done I some good exactly things. He's done some bad things.
0: Yeah. What president hasn't? Exactly. Yeah, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And, yeah, so, you know, this election, November was crazy. do they announce... They announced the winner within, like, three days, right? They like announced the, the winner, like...
1: So, normally, like, I've watched the live coverage, and normally they announce it, like, at midnight Utah time, like, Mountain Standard time. Okay. But normally they have it because uh, one of the two has pulled, like, really far ahead. Uh-huh. And this one was just so close to call. And there were so yeah. many weird things with this election. Like... I remember one thing, like, so they, they, I think it was uh, Michigan, where they had stopped counting at, like, midnight their time. And then all of a sudden at 3 in the morning, you just see the votes go up for Biden, like, by 100 million or something like that. uh. Or, like, 10 million or whatever. It's just like, (laughs) it's like dead, dead, dead. There's no votes, no votes, no votes. And then just a huge spike in votes for Biden at, Um, like, 3 in the morning. And I think they were able to explain that. It might have been a glitch in the system or something just catching up. I have no idea, but... I mean, I've never seen there I mean there's states that have voted Republican for since like forever, yes. basically, and all of a sudden are now voting Democrat. Yeah, um, but not Utah because Utah's smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it was such a weird election. just all the it stuff was. went on leading up to the election, even after the election, all the the trials that were Trump was trying to sue, uh, pretty much a, the Democratic Party yes. for voter fraud and right. the, the Mellon fraud and and it's just you've never never seen anything like this before. It
0: was very bizarre. And last election too, I believe the the one previous, and and so th- so that kind of makes a little sense because. You know, obviously you can say, okay, it, it's easy to just kind of say, all right, election season's coming up, so he can just say, oh, empty White House. But this election was really bizarre. Like, a lot of things about it was very peculiar and bizarre. And, um, you know, like, like, President Trump was not around. He actually, I think he did leave or something like that, or, or he was getting ready to move out, or he, like, I know he didn't go to the inauguration. No, um, I think he
1: has moved to Florida by that point.
0: Yeah, so, like... So that, a lot of things kind of kind of mix a little bit, a little bit, and and then Pastor Dana's uh, interpretation of it was was a leaderless nation, is what he said. I I what I don't know because obviously this this dream happened in June. This interview happened in July that I was listening to this, um, and he you know he's just kind of interpreting what his dream could mean for for November. And he said I just I just kind of I just see like a, a leaderless nation. I don't know. if president trump is still the president or, or or if uh or if president biden won i don't know but that's just my interpretation of it so
1: you know i saw so many i mean not to take away from no, yeah. year here but I, mean, I saw even before the election there was you know uh my friend got me into stupid tiktok okay I don't have it like I have them but I don't have any videos on TikTok I've thought about doing like stones or stuff on TikTok but oh my god she's got me on TikTok uh, sending me videos all the time and uh, you know who you are Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but there was I would run across these like people that were saying they're time travelers and then they they can predict the future and they're telling us what the future is Okay. and there was like two or three of them they are like yeah, I'm from this year, and and Donald Trump is still president. He wins the election. And, <laughs> obviously, they're all wrong. Yeah. But, uh, it's just, there was a whole lot of that going on. People, okay. People trying to say they're time travelers or having these dreams uh-huh. where... Saying this is going to happen, but I think out of all of those people, this guy has been more accurate with his dreams than anybody else. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of why he's going viral. And he, he doesn't care for this, you know. He, he doesn't... Cared for. He just, like I said, he's just a small pastor in Kentucky. He's just, hey, I'm just sharing you with you what what, I, what I'm seeing. I, I do believe God speaks to me sometimes. And I think, which every pastor believes in some sense, right? That's, that's their, yeah, their, their calling. So, yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. And then he had another dream in tw- June 2020. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't a big thing, so I'm just gonna mention it. Uh, but he just said he saw a lot of signs that said no change available, like money wise, there's no change available which we did see. We did see that we saw that national. Yeah, it was like, you know, yeah, the the coin short, that's right. People were asking for paid in debit or or credit cards or exact change only. Yeah, exact change. So we saw that we saw that a lot. So once he so when he posted that on his Facebook, um he said within a week he started getting a flood of people taking pictures and saying, Yep, here you go, here's here's the sign. I just saw this at McDonalds or gas station or whatever um, so within a week of him posting that, he started getting a lot of people responding, uh, showing him pictures of the, of the actual signs about, about no change available. That went on for
1: months. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think it was funny how how many people were upset about that. Like, oh my gosh, like I, they don't have change my money is uh-huh. legal tender and they have to take it. And I'm just, I was just like, honestly, like, let's, let's just think about this. How many people, and even you people listening at home, the listeners here, How often do you actually use cash? Right, because I've been using my debit card for pretty much my entire adult life. Like Uh I rarely use cash. So I usually just
0: carry cash around the summertime. So when the ice cream truck comes around, (laughs) I've got like oh yeah. There's certain things like you need cash for. But now now they carry. But like realistically though,
1: how often do you actually use cash? Like I rarely. and, And I mean like. I want to send you some money. I just send it Venmo. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, I've been joking around for years saying that money isn't real anymore. You're just... It's piece every, of paper it, anyway. It's not, well, th- not even that anymore. It's just numbers on a computer. Right. But I'm mean just saying the, the the idea of money was just a piece
0: of paper anyway. Yeah, just, yeah it is. So it wasn't but really I, just, I, just, anyway. I
1: just thought it was funny because, like, literally it's literally everybody's money yeah. is just a number in a computer somewhere. It's true. And, and people were, like, freaking out about the about the corn shortage but, I mean, it, it happened, right? Yeah. yeah so what was he was this. he uh, four for five here? Or?
0: Yeah, some, yeah, about that. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much four for five. So pretty spot on. Um, and then I actually watched. So this was not in the interview. This was something separate. I'm gonna I'm gonna share. But I watched another uh, another interview. No, it was actually one of his uh, <sighs> dreams. And this time he was just in his church, filming himself. And so this dream happened in December, 2020. And he called this the state versus church dream. And so what it was, was he saw a building of a church and a building of the Capitol. And they basically were, were kind of fighting. Um, anyway, there's a lot of detail in it, but but you know, so th- so that dream happened in December, 2020. Uh it's actually December twenty ninth that he dreamt it and posted it. January sixth, a week later, that's when the Capitol was raided. Yeah. And um so I just thought that was pretty significant. I was like, Oh wow. Like he had he he had this dream, he posted it, end of December, church, uh and the Capitol are five he calls it church and state, but he specifically mentions the Capitol a lot in this dream. It was the Capitol, the Capitol did this, the Capitol was wearing this. Like, it was basically like the cap. these buildings had arms and they were, like, duking it out. And, but then a week later, the Capitol was raided. And so I was just like, I, I kind of pieced that together when I watched him. like, oh, man. As I was watching him t- talk about this dream, I actually Googled, when was the Capitol raided? And it said January. So basically a week later, it was when it was raided. So I thought, oh, kind of significant. I thought anyway. So that was a dream he posted December 29th, January 6th. Capital was rated.
1: Yeah, it's not even a week, man. Yeah, (laughs) so it's
0: it's, maybe just over a week. Exactly, and so um, you know, I wanted to share this because I, you know, I'm 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 probably one of the least political people out there. Like I don't care for politics at all, Um, but I did find this interesting, and that's why I want to talk about it, Beaker. So, I mean, tell me, like, what do you think about um, prophecies or? These visions of dreams, or, or what do you think about dreams in general, of you, like, having a dream and then something come true?
1: I've been having dreams like that since I was a kid. Like, you had a dream of something and then they it, it came true? The, the So, the very first one that I can remember specifically. Uh-huh. I don't know like my dreams have been, like, like prophetic like this. It's nothing like... Okay. Like, oh, this is going to affect the entire world or whatever, or the, the country. I still remember when I was a teenager. huh like, the first one that I can remember this happening, because I've had several dreams where I dream about something, and it will be maybe a month later, or it will be a couple of years later, it actually happens. But it's always something okay. to do with my life. It's more like a deja yeah, vu type of thing. Okay. It's okay. Always, it, but it's usually something specific to me, and it's usually something that's not not extremely exciting or important. Okay. But the first one I remember is, uh, I was wearing rollerblades, okay, standing next to a pool table watching someone play pool. All right. Right? Weird, right? Yes. Okay. So, fast forward like a year or so later. At the time, like I had this dream, I do not even own a pair of rollerblades, didn't know how to rollerblade. Okay. (laughs) Never rollerbladed. So, I'm having a dream of myself, wearing rollerblades, standing next to a pool table, watching someone play pool. What are the odds of that actually happening, right? Right, yeah. It happened. Huh. Um, I used to, you know, be a a member, well, I technically still am, but I used to go to an LDS church. Okay. I was part of the Boy Scouts. And one of our uh, overnight, like, camping trips, okay. if you want to put it that way, we actually stayed in the rec room at Hill Air Force Base. Okay. All right. And in the gymnasium, where they had the basketball hoops and whatnot, they told us as long as we put tape over the brakes on the rollerblades, we could rollerblade in the in the gym there. <laughs> okay. And so one of my friends would let me borrow his rollerblades. Okay. And I was rollerblading around in the gym and whatnot, and I came out into the main hallway and stood next to a pool table watching some of my friends play pool while I'm wearing a pair of rollerblades. <laughs> but honestly, like, when you think about that, when that dream happens, like, honestly, my thought is, like, I don't even own rollerblades, Yeah. but what are the odds are that I'm actually going to be wearing rollerblades standing next to a pool table?
0: Probably not well, very good. What are the odds are you're going to even remember that dream when you wake up? That's right. another odd thing, yeah. right? Because you rarely remember your dreams. That's not like a dream that really stands out. Really, like, okay, you're wearing rollerblades, watching people play pool. What, what's, what's so significant about that to remember in the first place?
1: Right. Yeah. That's just a weird, random thing. But I dreamt about it, and maybe it was like I can't remember how long uh, later it yeah. was after the dream, but it happened. So when it happened, did you were you like, wait a minute? Yes. Okay. Like every time I remember uh, something in a dream, I remember. Uh, a few years ago standing in my friend's kitchen uh, exactly how we were standing in his kitchen having the conversation I remembered it all happening before Okay, and I even stopped my friend and I said wait a second I'm like have we had this conversation before and he looks at me weird he's like I can assure you we've never talked about this before but I remembered it exactly the placement where we were standing like yeah. I can I can picture it right now like uh-huh. his kitchen where we were standing and I don't remember what we were talking about but at the time it kind of clicked I'm like we've had this conversation before and he just is like
0: nope actually in this interview with with pastor dana uh he actually mentions deja vu and he mentioned it as as uh it's it's a sign that you're supposed to be there because you 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 envision yourself to be there and now you're there finally and you were supposed to be there so
1: that's what i've heard too like people told me like when you have those instances of deja vu when you dream about something and it happens it's just it's showing you that you're on the right path in your life
0: uh huh yeah
1: and I believe that to a point okay I mean like a lot of the times like I I don't remember the most recent instance of deja vu but I've had it happen a lot throughout uh-huh. my adult life where I dream about something and it could be a week later it could be a month later like it could be a year later yeah. but I've had dreamed about stuff and I'm just like oh yeah I dreamt about this Mm-hmm. And it just kind of... For me, I, like, I think when I realize that, it kind of gives me that assurance. It's like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. Okay.
0: You know, I've had a lot of situations where somebody pops in my mind randomly. And I'm like, gosh, I wonder what that person's up to. I haven't seen or heard or anything from that person forever. And literally, days or weeks later, I get, I run into that person, get a call from that person or something... Uh, where they just call me up like hey I just ran into your I just r- ran across your number I just want to give you a call I'm like whoa funny enough I just was thinking about you you ever had that happen um sort of
1: okay I can think of a time recently where uh, I have a friend of mine that I used to be really good friends with okay. we used to you know hang out all the time uh, until he moved to St. George um, and then when he moved back we just we don't talk and hang out as much as we used to but a few months ago uh, I think it might have been summer last year even. okay so it might have been a little bit ago but i don't know it's just driving down the street inspiration it just something hit me and i'm like i need to give this guy a call okay And i hadn't talked to him in a long time Uh like it'd been like a year or two and just whatever reason i felt like i need to call him i need to call see how he's doing and come to find out he was actually kind of going through some stuff okay and i was I, i literally he's like why why did you call and i said I felt like you needed to hear from a friendly voice. Nice. And he's like, yeah, actually, I did. He's like, I'm glad you called, and we ended up having lunch that weekend and okay, just kind of catching up. And he told me what it was like, because he lives downtown Salt Lake, and his balcony overlooks, like, one of the streets that they shut down, like, for the uh, the uh, the riots. Oh. It's just, it, for him, it was, like, it's so surreal just seeing like, how busy that that downtown Salt Lake normally is, yeah. And with the pandemic, just like I've even seen pictures on Facebook of him, literally walking his dog down the middle of the street because there was just nobody out. Wow. <laughs> and apparently that's just downtown Salt Lake, like yeah. Because I know they shut down downtown Salt Lake for a couple days after. The yes, riots. they did. Yeah. But yeah, it was just it as it's it's not like I was thinking about him or anything, and it wasn't like maybe he put it out there in the universe that hey, I need to hear from somebody, and I. Picked up right. on it And I'm like I, I'm like dude I just I felt like You yeah. needed to To have a chat With a friendly uh, fr- Friendly familiar See, voice I find and that
0: fascinating Like that That stuff happens Like We either we put that energy Out there or So Okay So I, I've had this discussion Where I talk about this right Like where I, I I think of somebody They come to my mind And then All of a sudden They enter my life I, I run into them At the store They call me They show up Whatever Um and I was like, I wonder if you reverse it. Maybe that was supposed to happen and that's why it came to me. You know, like I kind of just reversed it. Like, okay, I'm supposed to run in. Not that I'm missing that person, but not necessarily, but maybe I'm supposed to run into that person again. So, I reverse where, where uh, it's going to happen and then it, and then it shows itself to me and then, and then it happens.
1: That's a possibility. I, you know, like, who knows? Well, I, you know, I don't know if you believe in spirit guides, but I do. I believe everybody has a spirit guide. uh uh-huh their main spear guide but you have multiple spear guides um some religions they'll call it the Holy Ghost whatever yeah um but you have some sort of guide or spirit they're looking out for you and kind of directing you uh, in your down your path to make sure you're you're going down the right path right uh-huh. so it, maybe it's possible that like that person's guide like met up with your guide or whatever and they're like okay and they kind All of put it kind of put it in your head that like like, this is going to happen sooner. You need to talk to this person. Or
0: maybe that's how the, Maybe that's how guides speak to us is through our dreams. That's when, when our subconscious maybe is more awakened because we're physically asleep and our subconscious is more awakened we can have that communication maybe.
1: I, I would agree completely with you hmm. on that one. That's how I found the name of my main spirit guide. I was just oh. curious one day, uh, going to bed, I just, okay. I just, and try this sometimes. Try it, uh... Listener, you, anybody. Okay. Um, if you have a question that you want like answered right. about your life and when you're going to bed, just like think about that question. So for, in my case, I was just like, as I'm going to bed, as I'm kind of doing a little bit of meditation and okay. get relaxing before I go to sleep, uh, I was just kind of putting it out there in the universe. I'm like, I'm curious. What's the name of my main spirit guide? Go on. And then I fell asleep. Right. Uh huh. I don't remember any dreams or anything like that. I just remember waking up, and the name Rose was in my head. Okay. And I'm like... And, and at that point, I honestly think... I think I forgot I even put it out there when I was going to bed. You sure. I just wake up, and I'm thinking Rose. And right. I'm just like, well, this is weird. Why am I thinking Rose? Yeah. And I started asking, like, some intuitives and some mediums and stuff. I'm like, does this name mean anything? And it was finally, like, I think two years later, after I got the name... And when I first kind of started down my path as an energy healer, okay, it was finally revealed to me that Rose is my main spirit guide. Interesting. So I I, I believe uh, wholeheartedly that your subconscious, when you're asleep, yeah. is in a different state of being, and you can more or less download information if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And it's so like that's a, that's why like yeah. that's why I was a little skeptical about this guy at first because like I said, the video that you shared with me was posted in October. Uh And he's talking about all the stuff that has already happened. Sure, right, right. And so, like I said, I didn't do the research like I should have, Um, but I think that might make for a little more interesting conversation that we've had. Yeah. Um, But I'm just like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, I could totally make a video, Uh, you know, a year or so after all this stuff happened. I knew who the president
0: was going to (laughs) be. I
1: had a dream about it a year ago, and... Um, knowing that he actually was like posting it on Facebook and stuff like that, that kind of changes my mind uh, about this particular case. Uh-huh. But I do believe that we can receive information in our dreams. Right. Uh, if if we're open to it, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you saying that makes me wonder. You know, people, you know, they say their prayers before they go to bed, and usually you're, you know, you're talking to yourself or maybe you're speaking out loud, but maybe that's, um, you know, those. When you get those answers in your dreams, or maybe even with Pastor Dana, who knows? That's when the spirit guys are reaching out, getting the information from from God or your high, the higher being or whatever. I mean, that ho- opens up almost a whole other can of worms. That, I guess my mind spiraling about like what it, what things could be. You
1: know, <laughs> this whole thing's fascinating. I do believe. Yeah. That, I do believe that people can receive like visions or prophecies uh-huh. or seeing things that are going to happen in the future. Because yeah. like I said. In my own personal experience, has it been anything, like, profound? No. Rollerblading next to a pool table? Not profound. But I did dream it, like, a year or so before it actually happened. So... Yeah. I... I'm gonna say, like, it's entirely possible, and especially the fact that, knowing the fact now that he was posting this on Facebook, and actually, like, kind of going live with it when it was happening. yes, Like, yeah, it's entirely possible. Um... Is everyone going to have some, like, profound dream that's going to predict the future? No. Right. But... Yeah, I mean, he, he had the, the finger tap on September.
0: but nothing we can really think of in September happened that was significant. You
1: know, and if, if you guys know of something that happened in September that yeah. we're missing, let us know. But Yeah, please. But it sounds like the majority of what he had dreams about actually took place.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's why he, that's why he went viral a little bit, because, well, then uh, it, because of that. then
1: you have to ask the question... Why him? What is exactly. he? What is he doing differently, or not doing differently, uh-huh. that sets him aside? Like because you have look at the leaders of uh, major religions, the LDS Church, the prophets, yes, uh, the Catholic Church, the Pope, yes. and you know lead, the heads of other religions like Scientology or whatever. Um, if all of these people speak directly to God or the higher power or whatever you want to call it, yes, why did they not get these dreams? If exactly. they're if they're, well, right. not saying that they're not good men or they're not righteous people or whatever, I'm okay, sure they. I know what you the, mean? I'm sure they live their religion to the best of their ability. Yes. So, why wasn't it brought forth to one of these like high profile yeah. people? And why why is it just some dude in Kentucky? Or maybe they did. They just don't share it.
0: So, for example, you know, Pastor Dana here, he. He has, you know, what now YouTube, but was more Facebook videos. Is he was doing um, prayers? He's like, hey, let's do a prayer. He would just do prayers online. Um, he was, sh- and he was just, he was just sharing his dreams. So, you know, the Pope, um, the prophets, like I don't think they have like, I don't know, I could be wrong, but maybe they don't have public social media pages where they're just posting like here's my dinner today here's my family well, yeah, and then here's here's that. here's my other things that I'm thinking of. I, I might be wrong again but I don't think they do that and so maybe they do they're just not sharing it that's possible they're just, they're just maybe sharing that with their inner circle but highly well, highly likely uh, they're not though obviously <laughs> the
1: Pope the, we're uh, recording here at the end of Easter Sunday I guess we're probably into Monday at this point um, but I know the Pope had his like Easter talk and I believe the LDS general conference oh, was this weekend. Co- yes. Right. So uh, I guess the, they do sort of have like a big platform that they can yeah. broadcast like anything That's they have true. or what information they might've gotten, but I've never really heard any of them talk about like, you know, visions or dreams that they've had.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I so I wonder if they just don't share that at all or maybe, maybe. not. <laughs> I have no anything. idea. It is a great question, though. Why? Why this pastor? What? What makes him "quote unquote" special? Um, it's a very interesting question. I don't have the answer to, though. Right? I yeah. don't think anybody does. Because nothing about him is like super. Like he doesn't have like the most exciting personality. Like he, he seems like a really super nice guy. I'm, I'm nothing wrong about him. But yeah, just he just seems very, very calm. Just very direct. Like, here is what my dream was. Here is my interpretation of it. Um, who knows what it, <laughs> you know, who knows? I, 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 but I found it very interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. Um, you know, it's funny. is like, I've actually told someone recently and this is something I could, I could do myself. You could probably do, everyone should do at some point. Uh, but I was, I was, I kind of do readings every now and then for people. Uh huh. And there was a, a guy that works at uh, Synchronicities that does uh, like Reiki energy healing. Okay. And, and, and he, I guess he specializes in cutting cords. And he was showing me a piece of uh, selenite that he has uh, that's in the shape of a dagger. But maybe tell people what that means cutting cords. So uh, basically, like wherever you go, you kind of leave a piece of yourself, like a p- part of your energy. Okay. Like you're just, you're. Leaving a trail of your yeah. energy, if that makes sense. And I've sort of been able to kind of trace people's energy and figure out what stuff's going on. Uh, Brandy's really good at tracing people's energy. She's able. To, she's been able to tell me what's going on in an investigation that she didn't even go to. Like, we'll be in my car like two days later, and she'll tell me everything that happened in the investigation oh, without actually having been there. Interesting. And she able to just follow my energy back to that okay. place. And so... Sometimes you might leave like say I leave like a negative impression on you. Okay. Right? And so we've got that kind of cord between the two of us, right? Ah, if that makes sense. Yeah. And what he does is he, he helps cut those cords. Okay. He helps cut that, that negative off and get rid of it from your life. And he said, "Well, you were... and that's i right Before I cut you off, you said he was using a selenite, selenite dagger. Oh, dagger! Okay. And so it's 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 a metaph- uh, metaphysical cord. It's not sure. like a, a cord you can actually see. Right, right, right. It's not like you're walking around. It's not like there's not actual. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, we're not tethered together <laughs> like physically. It's more energetically. Uh-huh. And so he cuts those energetic cords that don't need to be there. Okay, all if right. If that makes sense, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, he went to hand me the dagger, and I just looked at it and I said I cannot touch this.'" Hmm. Um, but then I started, he started telling me about, there's something like, we can get into crystals more on a different episode, but I do believe that crystals are meant for certain people, and this crystal had found its owner and did not want anybody else touching it. Interesting. Um, but as we're talking a little more, he's like, I think I found my purpose in life, I think I know what I'm supposed to be doing, and I just started kind of getting that intuition coming, and I go... I just I remember looking at him and I'm like, hey I'm like do you have very vivid dreams? And he's like sometimes, and I go okay well, pay attention to what you're dreaming about. I'm like because it's okay. I'm like what you need to know is going to be revealed to you, in within the next year in a dream. Huh. And it's it's funny because I kind of completely forgot about that when you mentioned this topic. Okay, I, I straight up told this guy like. I'm like, you're going to get some information in a dream uh, about what your your path in life is going to uh-huh. be and what, what you need to be working on. And his suggestion is like, so you're saying I should keep a dream journal. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Okay. So that's kind of this long story short. I think that like all of us, you know, if we take the time to like make a dream journal, like yeah. have, have that have that book next to your bed, so when you wake up and you feel like you've just dreamed something that might mean something, write that down.
0: That's that's a good point. Like I forget mine so quick. Like almost the moment I wake up, the dream's forgotten. I I can only I can probably easily count how many dreams I've remembered. It's, it's like one or two <laughs> ever in my life.
1: See, I've remembered quite a bit, but like trying to think on them now, like I don't remember yeah. all. But um, I've I've had a bunch where they've actually come true, but. Uh, someone else I was talking to was actually, she was told to keep a, cause she would, she would do like a dream journal in her phone. Uh-huh. So she'd wake up, remember stuff, jot it down real quick in her phone, and then kind of like fall back asleep. Oh,
0: so, that's pretty good.
1: So, uh, one of the things that was suggested to her, and I, I'm kind of interested like in trying this myself and see if it actually works. Uh-huh. But just leaving the journal open with a pencil or whatever right there. Yes. Um, And I don't know if this is going to work for everybody or just specific people, but she was basically told, like, she'll be able to do automatic writing while she's sleeping. Oh. So more or less, her guides will take over and write down the information she needs while she's sleeping. The thought of that kind of scares her, and she doesn't want to do it. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm like, this would be fascinating. Do it. I want to see whether you write. (laughs) I'm curious to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know what automatic writing is, have you heard of automatic yes, writing? Yes, yes. So for those of you that don't know what automatic writing is, and I, I've actually witnessed someone do this firsthand, um, she kind of went in this like weird trance. Uh, some of the time she'd put her head down on the table, and she's not even looking. Like She's literally head on the, on her arm on the table, and she's her hand is just going. Right. Yeah. And you can actually make out words. That's like and it's 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 what was really interesting, and that's why I kind of want her to do this this uh, this other person that was told to do the, kind of like the automatic writing while she's asleep. Okay. Um, one of the things I noticed with the automatic writing is when different spirits were being channelled, the handwriting was different. Oh, that's fascinating. And I really wish I could show you guys that I need yeah. to I need to see, if I can get someone that has still has one of those flash drives with the pictures of the automatic writing, because my flash drive was stolen. Oh, dear. that so,
0: September—that was it.
1: <laughs> but, but I'm—I'm I'm curious. Like, maybe give it a try. Like, if you feel like inspired to do like automatic writing while you're sleeping, um, I, I'm not gonna tell everybody. I'm not even gonna say go do this because I don't want people to invite things in their house that shouldn't be in their house. <laughs> right, right. Um, but this—this this person was specifically told by like a different medium or someone during a reading. Okay. Like, yeah, you'll be able to get information you need during while you're sleeping. You'll get automatic writing in. And I think the whole concept of, like, the dreams, like, knowing things or things being revealed to you in dreams, I think right. it's fascinating. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I think it's totally possible.
0: So I'll, I'll, before we end this episode, I'll share my dream that I remember probably 15 years ago. Hopefully something comes of it 15 years later. But I had a dream that I was walking on these... Uh, Really large rock They were They were were, were like the beach It was like a a big lake or river And on the side instead of like sand It was big boulders And I was walking across And I came across a pirate ship And I finally remembered That I am Peter Pan And I flew To go fight Hook And I tried to escape And I flew into a window (laughs) So that was a dream I remember
1: 15 years ago I am Peter Pan I have dreams that I remember from when I was a kid, but not that actually came true. I was never eaten by a giant hamburger helper hand. Um, <laughs> I've had those dreams where, like, have you ever had those dreams where, like, you're going upstairs and all of a sudden they turn into, like, a slide and you yeah. can't go up anymore? I've had dreams, but I know what you mean, yeah. I had dreams like that where my driveway was like that, like, going up my driveway and I couldn't walk up the driveway. There's a giant hand that looks like the hamburger helper hand, <laughs> like, trying That's to so eat funny. me. <laughs> the scariest thing I ever had is I woke up one night and I, it looked like there was uh, Jason Voorhees standing outside of my bedroom window
0: oh wow like, I remember that from oh when that's I was spooky. like
1: I was I was probably 8 or 9 that's pretty spooky and i looking out my window I see Jason Voorhees like a hockey mask with a knife and I was just like I freaked out
0: yeah you know, like, that was a nightmare right there yeah but I'm wearing the I.M.P. hands. But, so. but you are <laughs> <laughs> awesome! Well, th- thanks for uh Nailed your watching. face like a Hook.
1: Oh, there you are, yeah. Peter.
0: <laughs> I just watched Hook the other day, actually.
1: Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Like you're saying, if if you've had a dream that's come true, uh, tell us about it. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Uh, you hit us up on Facebook uh, EVP Pod yes. at uh, gmail.com or Instagram. We can hit us up there. Yeah, um, but we'd love to hear your stories of of dreams that you've had that have come true. Oh, I'd love to hear some. And then uh, you know, obviously, if you send it to us, let us know if we can share it on the show or not because we oh, don't. Oh, good. It. Yes. Because if if it's not something, if it's something you just want the three of us to know, we'll keep it to the three of us. If you want to share it on the show, uh, let us know, and we'll we'll read your story on the That'd show. That'd be fun. That would be so fun. I, I hope we get some get some in. That'd be fun. Or just any period, like experience, anything that you've had that you want us to share on the show. Like hit us up, let us know. Like we'll we'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. We'll read your story on the there and. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching
0: and listening again to another episode of the EVP podcast. Peace out, butterflies.